0: yo what up welcome to another episode of the d will show i am your host d will and this is episode 134 uh be sure to follow me on instagram at d willow at d w d w i l l o o o go follow me over there keep up with any upcoming episodes i may have for you guys i got a bunch on the way Uh, so make sure to follow me on instagram also subscribe to the youtube channel at the d will show I have 133 episodes filled with former NBA players, overseas players, coaches, upcoming uh, high school stars, and many more. So go sure to go uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also follow and like us wherever you get your podcast: Spotify, Apple, Google. Um, Go like, go share, go give me a five star, please. Um, I wanna give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode, 27 Horizon. Connecting your business to new horizons, contact 27 Horizon for all of your creative, branding, design needs and booked them today to make your event one to remember with any dj and photo services dm 27 horizon for more info but tonight man i got a good one for y'all tapped in with the with the superstar former real christian star uh he's a former whitney whitney young dolphin who was a thousand point scorer then took his talents to florida southwestern state over so there killing it right now and he's definitely committed to the University of Radford tonight on the show for y'all, man. I got Jay Sean Thomas. Jay, what's up, Brody? Yo, what's the word, bro? Man, I appreciate you tapping in, brody. For real. Def- Cuz been telling me all about you, man. He was like, you got to get him on the pod. I'm like, bet, say no more. So I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, for sure. Man, to get right into it, man. I understand you come from a basketball family. Um, what made you want to get into hooping? I mean, like you just said, I come from a basketball family.
1: My dad, Jay Thomas, you probably know him. He drilled that in me since I was born,
0: really. Yeah. yeah. That was it? Did you play any other sports coming into it, though? Like, you know, sometimes, like, you know, you may play a little everything as a kid, but then, like, what made you really stick with hooping? I used to play football, and I was cold, too. Like,
1: I was cold, uh, but I stopped, like, after middle school. I don't know. If football fun, don't get me wrong. You just get hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah,
0: I want to get hurt like that. So I just did you. Did it come to a point where you almost got hurt? You was like, "Nah, that's it for me." Like, what made you really put down football and pick up hoopin'?
1: No, nah, it really was just like from a standpoint of taking basketball serious. Like, okay, yeah, I I really had no big injury. Like I said, it was middle school football. Yeah,
0: like, yeah.
1: Fun part when you get to high school, that's when they get
0: real. Bro. I, I facts, agree. facts. But what was that particular moment for you? Where you really decided you want to lock in with Hoopin? Was it like the first time you picked up a ball? Was it a certain you know game or you know moment you had?
1: I mean, sixth grade. My dad made um, my dad made his own team, and I was on there a bunch of my cousins and like close friends. We had a team, and we was good. And I wanted to play basketball from there, like, cause the family, the family aspect that we had, and we just bonded together, and then everything was just fun. And then okay. I didn't really start taking it like serious, serious to where I was like working out, working out to like seventh eighth grade, and then I didn't really start getting good for real to sophomore year.
0: Yeah. Uh I know out here, I learned about your pops just being like a, a legend out here for, for ball. Yeah. Did it ever Did it ever come to a moment where like you knew, you know, it would be tough, you know, follow behind your, your dad's shoes as far as being a hooper? Like, did you feel like it was extra pressure with that? Yeah, especially
1: when I was younger. Like, because it was almost, it was almost a pressure. Like, I got a hoop. Um, yeah. And he was always just on me, on me. So, I used to just kinda of take it the wrong way sometimes. But then as I got older the pressure the pressure like came off. Cause facts, I was myself.
0: So facts, facts. Okay. Uh, for you, what was some of like the main things your dad kinda instilled in you young, you know, becoming a hooper. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he had it, he had fell in love with it, and then you fall in love with it. So I'm pretty sure for him it probably was like, all right, bet, like let's lock mm-hmm. in. Probably, bro, he used to always tell me
1: like Jiggy, you gotta try. Like Cause I was always scared, bro, like middle school, elementary. I played in elementaries too, but like not for real. But like you were always telling me, like, bro, you gotta try. But I would never just go try nothing. I'd just be out there. Facts. He'd get so mad. And if I go out there and don't shoot once or not even like saying nothing.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what he trying to
0: instill in me. Uh, from an early age, and I ain't really catch on till later. Okay, Now you said you were scared. was it scared of just uh just the moment, like going out there hooping, or was it scared of like you didn't want to, you didn't want your pops to get mad at you type thing. That exactly that. I yeah, was, I was basically hooping for him,
1: and that was my mistake right there. Like when right. You, hoop, you can't be hooping for nobody, especially right. like in college, bro. You can't be hooping for no coach. That's where people
0: downfall go. No. You gotta be able to hoop for yourself. Facts. And somebody said Jaden let him make the same mistakes he made. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it, you know, for sure. Um, besides when you really decide to pick up ball, you know, besides your pops, who was like some of your favorite players that you were watching that you kind of were trying to pat your game after a little bit?
1: Skip said Damian Lillard, that's number one for sure. Facts. Uh, and Jalen Brunson. I love the way Jalen Brunson played. You know, I feel like if I, had to, if I had a role in the league coming up, bro,
0: it'll be like, you know. Tugs. just yeah. what particular things did you try to take? I know you said you were shooter, so I'm pretty sure you took game, you know, shooter style. But, like, Jalen Brunson, what was a part of his game that you took the most that you like? His mid-range and footwork.
1: Like, the way he get in the paint a lot and he stay on his pivot. He's not the most athletic. I'm not the most athletic either. So, he Tugs. got it. His pivots, he gotta use his turnaround shots. That's his strong point. That's like my strong point too.
0: Facts, so facts. That's the way he mastered. Facts, facts. Okay. Um for you, Brody, you know, for the ones that's not really too familiar with you, just take us through your upbringing a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like where did you really get established with playing ball at, you know, stuff like that? Yeah.
1: So I start with, with the freshman year of high school. I went to Royal Christian, like you said. Um, I was supposed to go to West Aurora originally, but I wouldn't go play varsity. So I, okay. yeah, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to play varsity all four years. Okay. So I ended up going to Aurora Christian. They played me varsity, but I wasn't that good freshman year. I still played in um, sophomore. I mean, after freshman year, AAU came and uh. I had a good or a decent AAU year. Came back sophomore year because I was playing behind a lot of people, so I had to uh, I had to like just learn from them. Okay. I, it came back sophomore year it was killing, like demolishing everybody. It was an easy conference that we was in, or I was we was in one A or two A, mm-hmm. and that's like there's no competition for real. And I was killing everybody. Um, and then that next year at AAU, I was I was killing too. I went to a team in the city because I wanted to like just more exposure, more competition. Thanks. It, it it went up from there to be honest. And that's when me and my dad was like talking about just transferring. And Whitney Young was in the, in the works, and I ended up going over there. They wanted me and I'm like, top school in Chicago. If I get right. the point, like, let's get it. Thanks,
0: <clears throat> went for you. Okay, I, my bad, my bad, my bad, go ahead.
1: Okay, I went there my junior year. Um, I played behind two guards, two high major guards. Um, one is in the G League right now. He went to Duke uh, uh-huh. and one went to Georgetown. He's still division one right now. Both great players, though, and I was playing behind them. And uh, really ain't get too many opportunities. But the opportunities I had, I made the most of, um, but I was really just hoping for senior year to come come up. So I could just like take over right. and it was to like a dude from the suburbs come over take the city type thing. But it happened that way because of COVID And COVID happened. I ain't had no senior year for real. So recruitment was flat. Yeah, it was a disappointment. Uh, no, I just had to, I had to go to post-grad route actually. So I went to Spire Academy in Ohio for okay. it. Yeah. And then, um, they still wouldn't recruit because it was still kind of COVID stuff like that. Uh, coaches really wouldn't recruit in high school and post-grad. So then I ended up here, like, the rest
0: is history. Facts. okay now that yeah. guard that you were talking about you played behind you talking about dj stewart right yeah yeah okay yeah that's my little man we both grew up in oak park together so when you said duke i'm like you probably talking about dj yeah, okay yeah. okay yeah, um yeah facts facts yeah. for you bro i know you said you know coming from a school like that and then you going to a high major school as far as like whitney you know, who everybody knows is the basketball school Mm-hmm. What were some of the biggest adjustments you had to make to your game? You know what I mean? You know, the style of play is different. You playing a lot of like top rated guys, y'all playing the top rated schools, y'all going to the big tournaments and you know the big AAU teams are always around. Did mm-hmm. you have to adapt your style of play? You know, like how long did it take you to do that? Suburban
1: basketball and city basketball is <laughs> two different things. Like, right. like suburban's easy. I like it's no joke. Like it's easy, you can get what you want. Like, dictate everything city like everybody just going at each other it's defense 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 like everybody's scrappy it's a faster pace and so I I had to uh, adapt to that quick because like I would have got exposed like, yeah everybody from the city they think uh it's a little suburban case
0: off going go ahead yeah. like but I couldn't just let that happen yeah yeah good, good. So, was it a particular moment you had brody or was it just like a game that you had you was like damn this is a little different let me you know let me lock mm-hmm. in i mean first our first summer league tournament we
1: had at riverside brookfield the atmosphere was crazy like dumb coaches in the building like especially for dj i he probably had like texas University. Holly Duke was there. I ain't never seen that before. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm playing. I only had like four points in the first game. I'm like, dang, like <laughs> what I gotta do. <laughs> that was probably the first moment where I'm like, yeah, that's different.
0: Okay. Uh, I know you spoke about AU. Uh I think I read something that you played for Mean Streets. Did you play for Mean Streets too? I did. Uh I played for Younger Reckless first though. Like okay. that was my team, and
1: uh, right before COVID, I had um, I had played a 16U year with Mean Streets. Went to peace jam with them. Okay.
0: And, yeah, cause we didn't have a 17U AAU. Gotcha. Okay. Did you enjoy your AAU experience? I know you said you know your years kind of got cut short a little bit, you know, but just going to the top tournaments and just playing against you know, great talent, great teams, y'all traveling to the best tournaments. Like, what were some of your your high or low moments playing AAU ball?
1: I mean, 16U was the best year, hands down. I was killing 16U. Uh, 17U, I ain't had nothing. But everything before that, I was always just behind. So, okay, it was up
0: and down. Okay. Uh, who was some of your like toughest matchups you had you know playing on those circuits and playing for whitney young and like i said city balls being different who was like some of your favorite and like some of your toughest matchups that you had toughest matchups number one caleb
1: love he at university of arizona right now he's, He went to north carolina right yeah he's tough uh, jaden hardy he played for the dallas mavericks right now he, yeah tough like yeah Definition of tough, uh, who else? It's so many people we played, especially at when, you uh, know, oh, we played the, my team when they was, they beat everybody by 30, every single game. With Kay Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, Moses Moody, Ron Sharp, like
0: they all in the NBA right now. <laughs> How'd that, how that go, y'all? So your winning young team played them, what are you talking about for AU? Yeah, NBA? Okay. No, no. okay. Uh, we got smacked by 24. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> hey, when and they got that, all that NBA talent, bro, you can't even be mad at that, bro. You can't, and nobody really was out of the game. Like, it's supposed to happen. But it was a fun game, because you got to see like where you was at with your game. Like,
0: huh. I was matched
1: up with Kay Cunningham He's a six seven point guard at right. the time, like probably six foot. Like his levels for real. He was right. strong, like I had to it was a good realization moment too.
0: I'm pretty sure there's a lot of D1 coaches there too, wasn't it? Yes.
1: Front row, right. Illinois, Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina. I remember that vividly, like head coaches.
0: <laughs> yeah. Man. Um for you, you know, as a, as a hooper, we always have those high, like a favorite moment in our career, and then we always got them low moments, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what has been, you know, a high moment for you in your career, like your favorite, and when has been like one of the lowest for you? Like, like outside of high school, like anything? Yeah, any yeah, like just around the game of basketball, high school, AAU. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel
1: like my lowest moment was probably like Whitney Young. When, I mean, it's before so COVID had happened. Yeah. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I think I'm in my high moment right now. Because, I mean, I'm on a journey where i I got a relationship with God now. And
0: everything just skyrocketed for me. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Now, I went to your page, bro, and I see that you do a lot of, like, motivational, you know, videos and stuff like that. What made you really want to tap in with that? You know, cause it ain't too many people really doing that. You know what I mean? You have your people, like they'll post it, but like you actually go on there and you like give it motivation, you lift the people up. What made you really want to tap in with that? Uh I just feel like it's my calling. Like, like <laughs>
1: in a, in a low moment during COVID, I ain't had nothing else to run to, I feel like. Um because I didn't know where I was gonna go for school. I know who's next so i'm like i always knew who god was but didn't know who god was i'm like god just show me something and then um i just i had a moment found god and then i'm like dude i gotta get this to people like it's too good of a feeling it's too good of a piece for me not to share. so and i i found like the quality
0: of my life just skyrocketed. so facts. I facts. To, yeah facts. salute bro man too many people not really doing that or they may be too ashamed to you know what i'm saying because sometimes mm-hmm. the backlash with it you know everybody got different beliefs and stuff like that so for you to actually do that you mm-hmm. know pushing the message man i salute you for that brody for real appreciate it for sure um i know you spoke about you know you went to aurora christian you really weren't feeling it uh mm-hmm. you were looking we were looking elsewhere how, yeah, did, a- how did how did how did, how do you yeah, how did Whitney Young come in the picture though? You know what I'm saying? Cause you could have went to like Simeon, you could have went to like Fenwick, you could have went to Kenwood. What made you really lock in with Whitney Young? So
1: I was asking around, like, cause I had teammates from the city of my uh AAU teams, like what school you think I would fit, like going to? Um and some some was like, don't go here, don't go here. Some schools kind of like rough, stuff like that. Like, what's good academically, it, it's still good in basketball. It, like, when you're Young, you'll fit perfect. And we just looked into it. But at first, I wasn't even intending to go to the city. Like, okay. it, I was like looking at Oswego East. Like, because they had, I don't know if you know AJ Dennis? Yeah, yup. Uh, um, I don't
0: know. Hey, that would have been
1: tough though, bro, yeah. for real. Yeah, they had, they had some pieces. I was looking to go, like, a lot of
0: places. And then yeah. this
1: came about, like,
0: yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. So you was really locked in with Coach Ty? Like, from the minute, like, did you have a relationship with him before then? Or, like, did that get built when you kind of really looked into going there? That that got built when I got there. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did he really – was he really familiar with you? Because, you know, sometimes, like mm-hmm. – you transfer in, you know what I'm saying? you know how you know how it is sometimes like him being around a lot of d1 players or whatever then like going to a program like that where like people really go there it's just the hoop right. um how was it when you really built that relationship with him and knowing like he's the coach that's like a legendary coach in the city how many players he sent to like d1 schools and to the nba like how was y'all relationship when y'all really built it yeah
1: like he knew about me from around away. like okay. he didn't know me or see me play a lot but he knew okay. about other players and stuff like that so like when i got with him it was like basically like you could come but i gotta see what you can do first yeah and then when i went um, i like, actually did the process to enroll in everything we had like practices and stuff and I, i basically was doing good in the practice oh so he was like oh yeah you for sure gonna help like so no question and then we just
0: that playing for a coach like that, man, was it tough? Was ever most? He was like, damn, like I see why, I see why he produced what he produced. Yeah, yeah. Coach
1: Todd, was a <laughs> <was> case. <laughs> he, was all, he was always on me,
0: always. But
1: uh I salute him for it because it helped me.
0: Thanks. Yeah. Uh, for for you, I know you. You know, got your season cut short due to COVID. You know, you said recruiting was kind of was kind of flatline for you um but when you, you said you did a prep beer you know what led to you going to, to that prep school in particular you know hmm. right after high school yeah i was
1: i was looking at a couple but i had went to Spy for like a, a camp to see like okay. who what players would be there and just see like the whole thing the atmosphere of post-grad i knew nothing about post-grad so i just wanted to see and when i went i liked the coach i liked uh how he did things, and in the camp, I was demolishing everybody. And so, um, I, I put that in the back of his head. Um, I wasn't setting stone going up post-grad, I was just seeing what it was about. Who was out there? Yeah, and then we had like a little tournament, like where coaches could come. It wasn't really, cause it was still COVID uh, again, but coaches would be there. We had a little tournament, put together a team, and uh, Spire coach had seen me again, um, and they recruited me from there, and I had a, a, a great game. It was like eight o'clock in the morning. I had a dunk going through the lane, like, probably had like 26 points. And yeah. Yeah, like, yeah you come here. Yeah.
0: How did you adapt to that? Because that's in Ohio, right? Yep. Eight, it was eight, still Midwest
1: where spire is there's nothing around it's in the middle of nowhere so i mean i'm to myself often anyway but still like you want to be able to like go do stuff and things like that but um it wasn't it wasn't that hard to adapt nice.
0: okay yeah. uh so then you you play there you kill it now did you do one year or two years at aspire before you went to florida Southwest one one okay and how did how did the the that recruiting process okay I went prep for a year now I'm about to move on to the next step uh what
1: mm-hmm. led
0: you going to you know uh Florida Florida Southwestern State uh I mean
1: like I said they still when like D1 coaches still when recruiting um like high school post-grad players they was looking in the portal the transfer but okay. to- that was when it first started and it was flooded. Um and so I'm like, Damn, what's next again? Yeah. And I was like, let's try kind of JUCO route. And Florida Southwestern actually like recruited me before when I was a uh when I was a junior in high school, uh at Whitney Young. And then I just remembered like they wanted me, let's let's see what's up with them. Yeah. I ended up calling my, my head coach and I'm like, I'm looking for a JUCO, like What's the word basically? He was like, we actually got one scholarship left, a guard position. Like, come up here and visit. And I was already visiting like two other JUCOs too. I and I ended up not really liking the other two. Okay. Uh, so I visited them. I had they threw me right in the fire. They they uh had an open gym with uh, the nearest Division One FGCU. Okay. Open gym up there. You like come up to FGCU and play with us. And I, I was nervous, I ain't gonna lie. I was super nervous, but I ended up killing, like, yeah, killing. And I'm like, yes, we need you on this team. And, that's
0: and that, and that yeah. was it, okay, okay. So not only did you fall in love with the school, but I'm pretty sure you fell in love with just being in Florida, the yeah. weather, you know what I'm saying? All that played a factor too, you know what I'm saying? like, the, Especially is, right now with the winter times, bro. Yeah, for real. <laughs> okay, so you currently there right now, man. I read, you know, you kind of, you killing it right now. Mm-hmm. How did the University of Radford, you know, lock you in? Like, when did other schools start locking in with you now? Um, and, you know, you got to make another choice of where you're going after that?
1: Yeah, uh, during the, uh, last summer, it was a JUCO showcase, the top 200 uh, players. Okay. Uh I got invited to that, and I basically killed in there too. Yeah. Uh, and after that, my offers just started rolling. And radford was like the the ones recruiting me the hardest it was expressing to me that they really believe in me they believe in my ability and i like the staff and i ended up visiting um i like the players that they got like the role that they got for me coming in next year as a junior
0: and
1: it was it was just set for me yeah
0: now was it was it more d1s locked in with you too after that uh Okay, who were some of the other ones you that that locked in with you that you almost went to? Kent State. I had uh, Canisius. I had uh, uh, Missouri, Kansas City. Okay, so you had some decent ones coming in.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, what did I see? What are you looking forward to the most? You know, going to a university where you feel like I'm pretty sure you felt like you should have been at, you know, from the jump as far as getting your D1 looks and getting your D1 offers. Mm-hmm. What are you, what are you looking forward towards the most, you know, finally getting to that stage that you feel like you deserve to be at? <clears throat> Prop. That's
1: a great question. There's a lot of things though, like playing in front of big crowds, Like yeah. you, you know, you have, we have decent crowds here, but like big, College crowds, I ain't never had that experience. Facts. Um uh, playing at the highest level, just knowing I'm there. I'm part yeah. of it that, that made it to Division One. Facts. Uh and I guess just the whole college life. I mean I'm living it right now, but
0: Yeah. Okay. For you, bro, how do you keep yourself locked in? You know what I mean? I know it's hard being a D1 athlete. You know, you got family, you got life, you got basketball, you got school. How do you always keep yourself locked in and remain focused on what matter most right now, you know, getting to that next level? Yeah, keeping a
1: balance between everything. Like it used to be basketball, basketball, basketball for me. And that didn't work out because yeah, started overthinking too much stuff like that. So just balancing basketball Just fun outside of basketball and then my relationship with God, like balancing everything, and just made my life smooth.
0: Okay. Okay. What's a particular moment in your career or you can do in your life that kind of the obstacle that you had to overcome in your life that kind of made you the man you are now?
1: I would say exactly what I just said, in part, because. Like I told you earlier, I used to play for people. Mm -hmm. Like I used to just always feel less than or behind. And I used to just hate that feeling. So I always felt like I had to prove somebody wrong or just play for somebody. And just letting that feeling go as I got older, that's what I had to overcome the most. Like just the overthinking part. And I feel like I let that go once I
0: got into my relationship with God. And that's Thanks. why I feel like I'm in my high moments now. Thanks, okay. Yeah. Um, This question kind of go hand in hand, Um, but like, what's some advice that you would give your younger self right now? Like if you could look at your 16 year old self right now, knowing what you know now, what would be the main thing that you would tell yourself to keep pushing to help you push through? Hmm.
1: That's a good question. To just let go, cause I used to just hold on to so much. Like, just go play. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. That's probably if we're talking about a basketball uh, standpoint. Yeah. Just, okay, just don't overthink it. Just go. Just be free. Just hoop. Yeah. Okay. But 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 for you, bro, I know you still got a long long career coming up ahead of you. Um, but what are like what are like some of your other interests that you like to do besides playing ball you know i mean when the ball does you know a long time from now when it does stop for you Mm -hmm. uh i like to be around people for sure like
1: i like to read my bible uh i like to just do random stuff like like I don't know. Go to a zoo or something
0: like. Just get out.
1: Fast, Facts. Okay. Did a lot of random stuff.
0: Um, uh, let me see what else I got. Okay. In your prime, Jay, if you could play one v one versus anybody in your prime, who who would be that matchup that you would want? My anybody? Any, I kind of figured you were gonna say that. <laughs> y'all, I know y'all had a, y'all y'all ever had them talks where y'all just be like, man. Yeah. If I was your age and we was matching up, like y'all ever had them competitive talks, I'll bust you or whatever.
1: Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> you
0: know, I always want to hear nothing he gotta say. I know
1: <laughs> it don't matter how good he was.
0: But... He said it don't matter. I would I would do that to you. Yeah. Um, uh, for you, Brody, who are your three favorite artists right now? listening to that you tap in with. That's a good
1: question too uh i'll be listening to gunner a lot okay yeah i'll be listening to him i ain't gonna lie i listen to a lot of female artists too hey 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 hey! ain't yeah. nothing wrong with that bro. i'll be so, over here too i'll be listening to Mariah the scientist man, I, man. yeah and then sometimes i'll be trying to like incorporate worship music too even no thanks it'd be, it be hard to though because i'll be so like used to what i'm you know what i'm saying yeah like, we'll listen to like when we grow up listening
0: to but i'll be trying yeah for sure i'm at that moment too bro but like sometimes i don't even be feeling rap bro like sometimes i either ride in silence or i play like some jazz or i'll play like some you know music because i feel like that rap man that stuff kind of be getting in my head i'll be like i'll be feeling all like you know <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. I just be feeling like, man, I don't want to hear this, man. I don't want to hear no bass bumping. I just want to hear some, just some quiet. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. For you, bro, if you could have five dinner guests, anybody, who would be your five guests that you would just want to sit down and chop it up with? Man. I don't
1: even know to be honest
0: yeah know. okay yeah. if you could get court side tickets to any nba game in nba history what game would you want to be at and why
1: any game like past game
0: yeah any game nba I,
1: history definitely uh when dame hit that sidestep on on uh
0: paul george in the playoffs when he went like yeah yeah okay okay Well, I ain't got to ask why. They ain't your favorite player, so I already know why you said that. Yeah. Um, I need your top five players of all time, bro, in the NBA. Bro. (laughs) I got to say,
1: Mike, uh, number one. Obviously, LeBron. I'm going Kobe, bro. You cannot count Kobe out. Kobe is my sword to the T, bro. Fair. Kobe.
0: Uh, I don't even know who will be next though. What's that four? What's that three four? That's three. Somebody said. Uh, somebody said Iverson. You got Shaq. You got Magic. I saw Some him. people throw Katie in
1: there. I I don't think Katie top five yet. Okay. Nah. Okay. Four wise? Yes, he's. Okay, bet. Yeah, bet, top bet.
0: Two, best score ever, but, but like all time, I don't think kitty in there yet. He gotta show a little. Somebody, level. somebody said Dame. I know Dame gonna
1: be in your five. <laughs> <laughs> be realistic,
0: nah. But I, I would put him in there. Bet, 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 Okay, um, bro, who are I need your top five like favorite teammates you ever had? Teammates,
1: man. I had a teammate last year named JJ and Tracy. He at uh, University of Oregon right now. He uh, he had good leadership qualities that I really try to mimic. Um, yeah, him for sure. Uh, I would say. Um, I got a I got a teammate. His name Kamari Wilson. Um, he also in uh division one right now i just love the way he go he went about his game bro and i used to try to mimic that all the time my best friend and marion savage i played with him too Uh and that's no question why he one of my favorite teammates Facts. uh i say what uh, teammate on my team right now his name is name Carmani Gregory. We always in the gym together, like just always pushing each other. That's why for him, that's four. And uh,
0: that's all I could think of right now. Yeah, I so said that last one always be tough, man. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Um, last one I got for you, Brody, is like, if there was a, if there's a a young kid watching right now, that's probably gonna have your similar story that you've had so far. Mm. What would you tell them right now if they came to you and asked you for advice on just maintaining, this going through these obstacles? You know what I mean? Like, say the COVID year messed you up. Uh, you know, the school was not really recruiting you like that. That that you felt that you that you should have been getting. What would just be the advice that you would just give them? Just let them know, like, man, this is what I did, this is what happened to me, and just keep pushing forward.
1: i say get right with God, for sure. Oh, um, amen, I mean, amen, bro. It ain't nothing like it. I'm gonna keep saying that. It. Like, it's not nothing like knowing who he is and knowing what he could do for you. Because right. without, to me, without, this, without that relationship, like, I wouldn't be able to get past my mental barrier and I always felt like it was walls that I just couldn't break through. And because of him, like, I feel like I done pushed through them walls and been facts. able to rest and still have a healthy mentality. So, I say yeah. Facts.
0: facts, facts, man, Brody. Man, Jay, bro, I just wanna say, I appreciate you taking time out your day, bro. Um, mm-hmm. to Come onto to my platform. Like I said, I just wanna thank you again, man. All the best, success, health to you coming up, man. Good luck at Radford. Uh, I think I know somebody there that played there now. I think his name is Smith, last name is Smith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, man, best to you, Brody. All love to you, man. Stay safe, keep doing your thing. I love the message that you send upon these kids and everybody watching, so all love to you, Brody. I salute you, man. For sure, appreciate you, bro. No, for sure, you have a good one, Brody. Yeah, me too.